Welcome. My name is Tracy Stevens, and this is the Healing Point Podcast. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm going to hand over to you. What is it that you'd like to explore today with me? Well, I've had chronic low back issues for a handful of years. I've been practicing as a massage therapist for almost 20 years. So I know I know anatomy very well. So I know exactly what's happening physically. So go for therapy myself. But I know there's more to it. <laughs> I know there's something there that I'm not reaching through physical therapy. And I've been contemplating and researching and, you know, philosophizing myself about my roots and where it could come from. But I feel a little blocked, literally blocked on that. So, yeah. Okay, brilliant. Okay, well, let's let's dive into that then. Um, so, if first of all, I can just ask you just about how it feels, what what's actually happening in your back? You know, what does it feel like for you? What does it stop you doing? Literally stops me in my tracks at times. It's not severe pain per se. It's more of a locking, especially if I want to flex forward in my body. And my job is a lot of flexing forward. So I know that's part of the problem. Also, just I get scared. I get scared. It's going to prevent me from doing the things I want to do in my life. It did. In 2021, I woke up with the worst sciatic pain I had ever had in my life. Right. Completely crippled over. And I found out that it was from a herniated disc. I'm terrified that's going to happen again. So I'm sort of scared of that. So was that the first, that was the the first experience with back pain then in 2021, was it? Leading up to it, it's always been an achy area of my body. I've been able to keep it at bay by getting massages myself, seeing a chiropractor, I see an osteopath, but it seems to creep up. And I do recognize when I'm highly emotional, it gets worse. So I, I do know there's something else in the layers there. So yeah, leading up, my herniated disc, I was under a ton of stress, like most people during COVID, trying to hold a business together and trying not to upset anybody by creating my own environment to work in. It was it was a difficult time. Mm. A lot of the pressures of that time led up to the herniation. The inner pressure and the outer pressure of my life was pretty intense at that time. So Interesting. So I've already got like a whole ton of questions in my mind from just from what you've what you've said so far but before i dive into those questions i'm just wondering because you said that you've already explored this and and i'm wondering what came up for you with your explorations of this back pain i would say a feeling of security lack of security i definitely have times where i don't feel secure I don't feel like I can, I have other people supporting me, but I don't know if I can completely support myself. So I know there's something about security. There's definitely financial stress. Mm. I'm very aware of financial stress in that area of the body because of the foundation. And that goes really far back. Who doesn't have with money? Right? <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely like a support foundation thing. And I, I, 
I have a feeling it's rooted in my upbringing, but I'm not 100% sure. So, uh, Well, you've hit the nail on the head in terms of the words you use there in terms of support. You know, I always think of the back as it's supporting us in our life, isn't it? Supporting us in our upright activities, supporting us in our ability to walk through the world with confidence and act and, and move. And whenever there's a back pain issue, I always think, okay, so something is literally holding you back from moving forward. And you said something quite interesting um, at the beginning where you said you notice it when you're leaning over at work. Yes. So flexing is more uncomfortable for you. Flexing and twisting, especially bending in an uncompromised position. So when I don't feel secure to move, I don't want to move. <laughs> You're laughing at the words that are coming up. I just, yeah. My gosh, I'm <laughs> getting warm. Uh, yeah. So I want to ask you about your relationship to work and your relationship to moving. Well, let's start with your work because I'm you're noticing it most when you're working and you're leaning forward and you're doing massage work and all the other work that you do. How do you feel about your work? Mixed feelings. I really do love what I do. I love this environment that I've created. I work for myself now. I have my own space. I have my own hours. I love that flexibility. I had to do that over the years. I realized I I work well with others, but i really work well when I can set my own space and time. So that I, I like the flexibility of being able to to do that. Every day I come in, I wonder if I'm going to be hurting at the end of the day though. So that's a hard one because it's usually by the end of my shift when I start to feel the pain coming in and not knowing if I could come in the next day. And yeah, I've had to reduce the amount I, I work on as well. It's just too physically hard on me. And so I'm scared. I'm scared to give up this career because I do enjoy it. But I also know it's hurting my body on certain levels. So, Well, maybe it's not hurting your body, but the thoughts about it might be hurting your body. That's a good point. Because, and I'm just going to dig a little bit here now. I mean, I've also come from that background where you're working one-to-one with people. And I loved that. I loved working with people. Mm-hmm. But the work itself is giving all the time. Yes. There isn't always a lot of time. There wasn't always a lot of time left for me. And so there was an exhaustion to doing the work. And I just wondered if that resonated with you. Absolutely. Yeah. There's days I'm good. There's days where I feel I have the power in me. I have the energy. I'm I'm connecting. It's working. It's flowing. And then there's days where I it's hard. I come in and, and I'm like, I'm not in a happy mood and I got to be all, hey, you know, uplifting other. And, and that's okay. I know that's my work, but it can be energetically, it can be quite exhausting some days. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I was wondering when when we were talking about it, because we have so much to give, but there is a limit. You know, there's an imbalance that that can creep in with this sort of work. Well, with any sort of work, we can get imbalanced in our our work and rest and play parts of our life. And I just wondered if if you could do something else, anything at all in the whole world, what what might you be doing, or what 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 do you dream about? 
Uh, I do have dreams. Um, scared to go there. I'm very creative. I love art. I love working with my hands. That's what drew me to massage therapy is working with my hands. I'm terrified to go down that road. I was in school for art before massage therapy and I quit because I didn't feel like there was enough security. Hence security again. I was scared of that path and I'm older now and I'm thinking, do I start all over again? Do I go back to school? Like, I'm not sure. So I dream about being creative. I don't know if it needs to be a career. I, I do create crafts. I do play around and create in my own home, but I don't share it. I'm scared to share my art. Okay. But that's, that's my first passion. That's my first desire. That's what I dream about every day is just being creative. So would it make sense to you that somewhere deep inside, every time you're going to work, despite enjoying it, it's maybe a five out of a 10 in terms of enjoyment and you're being pulled towards doing, you know, moving towards your passion. Yes. Which brings me on to the other point about moving that we mentioned. And you've already mentioned fear a few times. I have a lot of fear. Mm, okay. Well, I'm assuming from what you said, the fears around money. Yes. And the security. Yes. Is that the whole thing? Yeah. I have debt I'm trying to get out of right now. I have debt from running a business and COVID shutting me down. I'm crawling out finally. I'm kind of seeing the the light at the end of the tunnel, but it's been quite the climb. And so it's scary to just quit a job that pays me well right now. I'm not saying I want to quit, but sometimes I dream of quitting. <laughs> yeah. I, I care about it, but it's not my passion. It's not my, I love anatomy and I love people and I love energy and I love all, I do. I love all this work. It's fascinating, but I dream about being creative. I do. I dream about it all the time. Yeah. So it's, it feels to me that's your, yeah, that's your soul urge coming through. That's what your, your inner being is sort of saying to you. That's where, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to go. But then there's the fear of this insecurity and the fear of the, you know, what if I don't make enough money? What if everything collapses? Which relates to the bank, uh, the back, of course, not the bank. <laughs> relates to the back. What if it collapses because it collapsed before, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. It collapsed pretty bad. I, I took six and a half months off work. Yeah. I was in heavy therapy and I worked really hard and not hard. I worked diligently, passionately. I, I wanted to get better and I did. I got stronger and I healed and I was able to come back to work. But there's always this floating. All you want to do is be in a beautiful room creating. Yeah. <laughs> always in the back of my mind. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know. I, well, we have to go there really because this overriding fear of of the lack mm -hmm. and the lack of money has its roots somewhere, somewhere in the past. For sure. Is there a story related to that in terms of your childhood and the way you grew up? I was very blessed to grow up in a home that I was provided for. I had food. I had a roof over my head. My father was at work all the time, but I didn't see my father because of that. Not very much. Mm. My mother couldn't work. She's a lot. <laughs> if I dig into that, 
very, very mentally and physically ill since I was a child. So she wasn't able to be there for us uh, growing up, my sister and I. So um, she was when we were little. And then uh, when I was about eight years old, it it just stopped. She just couldn't. She was in bed all the time. So mm. what was that like for you? It was difficult. I've had a lot of talk therapy to try to sort out my feelings from the past, but I still struggle with it. And our relationship to this day, my mother and I is still not great. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a complicated one. She's got every ailment you can think of under the sun, from fibromyalgia to arthritis, diabetes, you name it. So it's difficult. I also was her therapist when I was young. She came to me a lot. And that was really tough. I didn't know any better. I thought that was what my relationship was supposed to be, was to help my mom. Um, I eventually created boundaries uh, later in my life to to stop. Great. So I, I try my best not to go there anymore, which she didn't like. <laughs> no. But my father just uh, worked a lot. That, that would sort of be it in a nutshell. So there's some difficult childhood experiences there. Yes. In terms of a mother who wasn't able to give you the stability that you needed. No, she um, emotionally could not be there for myself. So I had to figure it out on my own. Yeah. I had zero support when it came to figuring out what to do with my life. I had to figure it all out on my own. It was tough. And because you had to figure it all out on your own, you become independent and you, you know, you start working and working hard, but these things, they catch up with us, don't they? And can you see the relationship there between that lack of stability in your childhood and this lack of stability in your back? Yes. It's funny. I have a husband that's so beautiful and wonderful and supportive and kind. And we live together, obviously. And I have this network, but there's still something in my root that doesn't feel so It's just, it's something from my past. I know it is. It is. And back pain is always, it's at the back, it's behind us, it's the past. It's, it's all those things. Yeah. So I'd just like to reflect back to you that actually that is only one part of you, the part that feels unstable, the part that feels insecure, the part that is in fear. Mm-hmm. That's one That's one part of you. But you've got another part that is saying, come this way come into this creative world this is what you were born to do yes you've got that part as well and you've got this sort of adult part in the middle who's just trying to work with with both both sides of the coin here yes so I'd like to invite you to do a little bit of work with me on that fearful side okay And here there's a pause in the recording while we connect to the inner child and do some deep and profound personal work. It's inappropriate to put into the podcast, but connecting these hidden parts of ourselves is very powerful and has the potential to be extremely healing. And we return after this segment. So... Does this create possibility in your mind? Yes. 
notice when you sit in the on the side of possibility and creation, you can't sit in fear. True. Yeah. And how does it feel in your body to imagine yourself in that in your space and creating and drawing? Yeah, fun, just uh, expressive and uh, playful. Just playful and and yeah, and I. I I just want to bring joy to other people. I have joyous, fun things I want to create, and I know I can bring joy to others. So, and if you can bring joy to others, then joy is the same as abundance, right? <laughs> I haven't connected those two words before. Joy, love, is the same as abundance. It will flow to you. Okay. So can you see the contrast between working in in fear and working in joy? Yes. Oh, it's it moves. It's like dance. I love to dance. So it's movement. It's movement. It's it's freedom. Oh man, this all is making sense. It's the freedom to move comfortably and just play and enjoy my uh, the way my body can create, my hands can create without being scared of what my take on. I'm not taking on anything. I'm I'm giving. It's more of a giving. Ah, oh, <laughs> you're blowing me away. <laughs> <laughs> It's you. You're oh. doing it. It's just coming. It's just coming up through you. You're just connecting the dots. It's wonderful. It's amazing. You know, I've always had close people in my life tell me, "You have such a strong, like, playful inner child." You bring that out in other people. I'm like, ah, what are you talking about? You know. And now I'm like, oh yeah, maybe that's because it's my creativity waiting to bring that. Ah. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. You've just tapped into something that's inside of you and has been inside of you since you were a child. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm even like I feel like I'm I'm breathing lighter. Yeah. So so just notice how you've just shifted a belief. You know, you've gone from that belief that art and creation isn't going to bring me any money or isn't going to bring me abundance to this belief that actually that is the path forward. That seems like the only path forward. It brings joy and joy is abundance. Exactly. I am blown away. I don't have words. (laughs) Oh, wow. I can't thank you enough. It's fine. Thank you very much. It's it's all it's all there waiting to come through. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so just in summary then we can I'm I'm assuming you can now see that the back pain is related to the tension and the fear of stepping into this new um version of you. Yes. And kidneys. I know I've studied acupuncture. I've, I love traditional Chinese medicine, by the way. I, I work with the acupoints. They're beautiful. Kidneys. Kidneys are right there. 
Exactly. When you've got a gift and you're not sharing it, you're doing the world a disservice because you've been given a gift and there are people waiting to receive it. That's a beautiful point. So you're depriving them all the time that you're not doing what you were sent here to do, what you are here to do. You're depriving all those people that are waiting for you to teach them to do classes with in whatever way, you know, that that works for you. They're all waiting. Cool. (laughs) That's really cool. That's a thought. I haven't thought of that. So, you know, that being held back. Yes. You can now let it go poof and go forward into, (laughs) you can accelerate. (laughs) And twist and be comfortable in my body. Oh, Exactly. You're comfortable in your body when you're comfortable being you and doing the things that you came here to do. Oh, that makes so much sense. I love dance. So it resonates with dance. And when I dance, I feel that like, and I haven't been dancing because it's, I've been feeling too rigid. I'm like, oh, I can't move how I normally move because of the rigidity. But now I feel like I could probably go home and dance. Yes. (laughs) And play. Please do. (laughs) Dancing. I can dance for hours. It's, uh, it's so freeing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh man, <laughs> I keep making these noises, but my my mind and my body are just flabbergasted right now. <laughs> well, I want to leave you in that place of of joy um, that isn't just washing over you right now. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm just blown away. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, you'll find a lot more content on my Instagram account at thehealingpoint.underscore. If you have a question you'd like to explore and are willing to take part in the podcast, you'll find all the information you need on my website, which is www.tracystevens.org slash podcast. Thanks and see you soon.